Hello, saints. Today's sermon comes from the text Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19a. It says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. But I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I'd like to use for a subject a new thing. Most of us are familiar with the Sam Cooke song, A Long Time Coming, But I Know a Change is Going to Come. Well, as much as we hate to admit it, looks like a definite change is here. Social distancing, mandatory closures of schools, churches, and many businesses, working from home, and on and on and on makes life as we knew it just a few weeks ago seem relatively obsolete. For most of us, change is hard. It's hard to go from the familiar to the unfamiliar. We feel out of control. Moved from our comfort zone, anxious, worried, uncertain about the future. Truth be told, that's the way many of us feel right now. Even the most faithful and committed of Christians find their faith slipping away at times. Jesus said no man born of a woman was greater than John the Baptist. Yet, after weeks and weeks in a jail cell, even John began to doubt. He sent his followers to ask Jesus if he was the Messiah or should they look for another. I venture to say that feelings of uneasiness about change are normal. So how do we handle our feelings? Well, Philippians tells us, In chapter 4, be anxious for nothing, but pray about it. Be thankful and make your desires known to God. That's some good advice, and it works. But beyond that, I also want to offer some insight from examining three biblical figures and how they handled change in their lives. Let's take a look at Abraham. When Abraham was 75 years old, no doubt he was pretty settled, lived with his family, married to Sarai. He was known as Abram back then. Had the surprise of his life. When God called him and said, Abraham, I want you to leave your people. I'm going to send you to a land that I'll show you where the people are totally different. There's a different culture. They speak a different language. They live differently. And you're going to leave your family and the people you know and the life you've known all your life. And you're going to go. You're going to leave everything that's familiar Leave life as you know it now. But in return, I promise you, you won't regret it. 
I'll make your descendants as numerous as the sands of the beach and the stars of the sky. You will be the father of many nations. Could you do it? Could you pick up and leave the comfortable, the familiar, the easy for the unknown? It takes faith and a positive perspective. But Abraham did it. And he was blessed for it. Not that he didn't have problems, many ups and downs. But in the end, he made it out. And he's blessed for it. And we know him as the father of our religion. So when we look at the blessings that come from change, Sometimes change can be a good thing. Abraham considered the change and examined the pain and decided that it was worthwhile. Paul says in Galatians 3 and 7, Therefore be sure that it is thou who are of faith, who are sons of Abraham. So be sure when you make that move, that you're moving with God. Now let's examine another biblical figure. Remember the rich young ruler of Matthew 19, verses 16 through 22? He was wealthy, full of life, had everything to offer God in the kingdom. He valued the law and being obedient to it was important to him. But Jesus asked him to swallow his pride and give away his riches and follow him. After all, he had personally asked James and John and Peter and Matthew to change their lives, their beliefs, and their jobs to follow him. And they all did. And they all became apostles of Jesus and famous faithful men. The rich young ruler could have also been an apostle. Another man blessed among men. His legacy written out in the pages of scripture. But in his perspective, that change that Jesus was asking him to make was too great. I can imagine he said, I can't give up all my riches my status, my lifestyle, to be a poor disciple. I don't even know if this whole thing with this man called Jesus is going to work. No, that doesn't make sense. So he resisted the change. And now he will always be remembered as the one who went away from Jesus. And we never even learned his name. Two men, Abraham, embraced change. The rich young ruler did not embrace change. Which one would you want to be like? But you know, both of them were given a choice. What if we aren't given a choice? So finally, I want to insert one last personality into this conversation. 
one who had no choice to make. Change came upon him suddenly and painfully violent. Job lost his sons and daughters, his animals, his servants, his house, everything he owned all in one day. But to his credit, his perspective was, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The word says Job didn't sin, and he didn't accuse God of any wrong. In other words, he said, I was born with nothing, and when I die, I'm not going to take anything with me. So this change, I'm just going to have to swallow it. Even when his body was diseased and he was near death, he was faithful to God, declaring, I'm going to wait until my change come. So God is doing a new thing. Are you going to get on board? Are you going to be like Abraham? Are you going to be like Job? Are you going to be like the rich young ruler? Are you going to follow him? Or are you going to decide the change is too great? The price is too high. Are you going back to the old familiar? Are you going to drop your pride and learn to do new things differently? You may be asked to worship differently, give differently, live differently. Change is going to come. But Deuteronomy 31 and 6 reminds us that God will never leave us nor forsake us. We might be going through now. Change might be difficult. But just as God blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, God can do this same thing for you and I. Bless you as you navigate change in your life. Behold, God is doing a new thing.